Welcome to Inspired by What. I'm inspired, and before I get into this week's episode, I want to say I'm feeling good about the EP that we have created here with our first four episodes. That means each song that was created at the end of each episode is now featured in a four-song EP. Go to soundcloud.com slash inspiredbywhat and check it out. The EP is called Rated R Slash, because that's how subreddits go, and all the first four songs were inspired by subreddits. See? That's why the name is the way it is. But anyway, I'm inspired, and what the EP is going to be called next time, after the next four episodes, is Game Piece, because the next four episodes, including this one, are all about board games. Yes, I will be inspired to write genuine songs about board games. And this week, I'm inspired by Cards Against Humanity, which is a game I don't really like that much. Now, if you don't know what Cards Against Humanity is, basically, somebody gives a prompt, such as... I can't believe blank did that to me. Oh well, I guess I'll have to just sleep on it. And then it's whatever noun or whatever is in their hand. Nest of wasps. I can't believe nest of wasps. I can't believe Hitler did that to me. I can't believe shitting on the floor did that to me. The point of Cards Against Humanity is that they're shocking things. They're shocking prompts and they're shocking... Uh, answers to the prompts horrible game for horrible people is their slogan or something to that effect and to me when the shocking humor is just there to be shocking and it's somewhat random it isn't that funny to me when shocking humor has a context then the shockingness stands out, but if every if every other sentence has an answer that's like it aborted a fetus in a toilet, uh, somebody's clit or whatever. If every forty seconds you hear something like that, it's not that exciting to me. It's not that interesting to me, and to me, it's not that creative of a game because they build these prompts to be filled in by, you know most of these cards and yes sometimes combinations can be can fit particularly well or be uh you know particularly funny i have played it and enjoyed it but i've i just know other games that i enjoy more and i think that's part of why i don't like it is that that sort of genuine like shitty hipstery feeling that people have and you don't have to be a hipster to feel this way it's that feeling that this is a very popular game if you're unaware i'm sure you're aware it's a very popular game but there are just other games that do the kind of type of thing it's doing better and they're not doing the same exact thing i mean to me i i almost i kind of prefer apples to apples the original 
one of this that I know of because the shock humor, the in-your-face humor is just boring to me. It's just like, yes, I expect that out of you, game, but I once played an Apples to Apples game where, like, the goal is kind of, for the majority of the time, you can be funny a little bit with it, but it's kind of a match match the adjective with whatever noun is in your hand and one time my friend put you know the thing was the adjective was pathetic and you know everybody puts it down their cards whatever 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 and one one of my friends put down Anne Frank and everybody was like Jesus Christ Anne Frank and she's like yeah and then she was surprised that everybody was free. Was like, whoa, uh, you're calling Anne Frank pathetic? And we were like, you know, she survived. I mean, she didn't survive the Holocaust, but she wrote a book that millions of people have read. And she, you know, she survived for quite a bit of the Holocaust and was pretty brave, according to, you know, her own diary, if you've read it. And, uh, so it's weird that you would call her pathetic. And then she was like, oh no, I didn't, I didn't actually, I didn't mean Anne Frank. I meant Helen Keller. <laughs> and she was being completely serious. Like that was better. <laughs> and that is hilarious to me. That is a turn of events that is hilarious because I mean, maybe it wasn't hilarious. Nobody at home laughed. I understand. Had to be there. Whatever. But Helen Keller, for those of you who don't know, which is nobody, was a blind, deaf, and mute girl who learned to communicate and write books and other stuff and uh, overcome all of her adversities to become a... Uh, some kind of author, maybe a poet, I don't remember, but it's a very inspiring. So to point at her and call her pathetic is funny because, I mean, people might do that because it's like she's blind and deaf and mute. So it's just like pathetic. Just point at that woman's face and yell pathetic. That's just funny. A funny idea to me that she was like, no, not Anne Frank. She's not pathetic. I meant Helen Keller. But anyway, that was a story that I told, what, three times there? Oh, a terrible, terrible hosting of this podcast. Anyway, my point is, see, that was a shock in the game. And it was very, very funny to us in the game. Mainly because not every answer was, you know, Mary Antoinette's boobs that were chopped off or whatever <laughs> the fucking answers are <laughs> so so when the shocking humor comes out and comes forward out of maybe more general humor then the shock feels it you feel the shock but every every single card that gets put down being a shit-filled toilet or whatever is not going to it's just very boring to me but to go back to the idea that we feel like like they're even in apples dabbles but not apples dabbles because that's a very popular game but we feel like like i i really really enjoy this game called snake oil 
where it's a similar principle. You have a card, you have a hand full of cards that are just nouns, and you stick two of those nouns together, and it's like a a cloud boot, and you try to sell whoever's the main person on a cloud boot. If you try to be funny with it, that's okay. But just in the idea of trying to sell this person who's designated like a specific type of person, like a cheerleader, you're trying to sell a cheerleader a cloud boot. If you're just trying to market a cloud boot to a cheerleader, that in itself is, there's a little, there's a nugget of humor that just exists within that act. And then you can add upon that with your creativity on how you sell it. And it can get funnier and funnier. With Cards Against Humanity, you throw down a card and, you know, it's shocking. It's a shocking random thing. And maybe it fits. Maybe it doesn't. You see what, I, see what I'm saying here? It's, it's a little, like, it feels a little lazy. It feels a little uncreative. It feels not that funny to me. But, on the other hand, it's a very popular game, right? So, one out of every, I don't know, 50 people who play Cards Against Humanity for the first time might be like, oh, board games are a thing that you can play and enjoy, and maybe they'll try out a different type of board game, and or maybe they'll try out a similar type of board game that's, you know that uh like snake oil or you know one night ultimate werewolf or whatever any of these these party games and maybe they'll get deeper into the hobby of board games where there are a bunch of cool artistic ideas that's definitely a benefit in its favor as it's popularizing just board gaming in general and i don't have a beef with the company cards against humanity they've done a few cool things. I believe they had a web series where it was like Shark Tank, but for board game designers. So I think, you know, they've done a bunch of cool, weird, random stuff. But to me, the game is a little bit boring. I feel like if I'm going to be writing a song about it, I'm probably going to be writing at it from the angle of resentment towards it. To me, Snake Oil is like a really popular game. Like, it's super popular, so I don't, there's not, I don't have an amazing example for this, but I'll use Snake Oil in its place just because it's not close to being as popular as Cards Against Humanity. It's very successful, but I, I say they should switch places in its successfulness. To me, it's like very obvious, but it's just a matter of realizing that success, for the most part, especially in artistic endeavors, in most endeavors, is not a meritocracy. The person who works the hardest in the world doesn't make the most money or believes in what they do the most. They don't make the most money. It's a bunch of different elements that make something successful. And there is an element of luck. There's an element of being in the right place at the right time. Um, there's an element of marketing. There's, an there's, a, there's a million elements that contribute to, you, to something being successful. So it's 
kind of dumb of me and anybody who resents the successful thing for its success because you're holding this other thing and being like, this is a better thing, clearly. You should be focusing on this, not that. You should be playing snake oil, not fucking Cards Against Humanity. Or, you know, any number of party games. It's... but it's... The only thing about popularity is, in the general public eye, is that a lot of success and a lot of popularity in something legitimizes it more than the other thing. So, if I were to suggest to a random group of people you want to play a game of Cards Against Humanity, they're more likely to say yes to that than would you like to play a game of Snake Oil, because they recognize the name even if they haven't played it. So, with that, I think we should start writing this song. Um, let me have a sip of my mint tea I've got here. Another thing I have mixed feelings on was that mint tea I just sipped. Wish I had not just sipped that mint tea. Let us begin. Now, I wrote this a little bit ago, this guitar part, and I just, you know, I just did random nonsense words. I didn't know it was going to be about Cards Against Humanity or more inspired by Cards Against Humanity. I think I'm going to write the song more about resenting something for being successful at the perceived expense of yourself or your friend or the thing that you admire so so I'm going to I think I'm going to go at it from an angle of like my friend and seeing someone else succeeding in my friend suffering so I'll go at it like I see him starving at my door to ask for more and I will never won't tell him go away no I won't now looking right at you what have you have you got that he what you've got that he won't do He is starving at my door. He doesn't want to ask for more. What you've got that he can't do. What you've got that he can't do. I see nothing now. Okay, so it goes like this. He is starving at my door. He doesn't wanna ask for more. What you got that he can do? I see nothing now. Am I robbing that? 
So he is starving at my door. He doesn't want to ask for more. So, because usually, you know, the people and things you respect, you respect are humble and they don't want to self-promote that much. They just want to do their thing in their craft or they want to, they just want to live their life the way they live it and they don't want to ask for help. They just want to continue their, their struggle or whatever, but you want to help them, uh, whatever. Anyway, that's the idea. What you got that he can't do, and that's me pointing at the successful person or thing and saying, what do you have that he doesn't have? I don't see it. And that's the, I see nothing now. And then uh, let's go into the next part. I see nothing now. What I got ain't good enough He needs What I got ain't good enough Because I alone cannot help this person or thing succeed Of course Um Um Not alone And Starving at my door He doesn't want to ask for more What you got that he can't do I see nothing now What I got ain't good enough I can't do the what I got I can't do the what I got again because it says what you got in the last line and it's just random to start. Uh, I myself ain't good enough. Can't spread the gospel of his stuff. But of course, then there's you. But of course, then there's you. Never cared, it's true. So, I myself ain't good enough, can't spread the gospel of his stuff, but of course, then there's you. Never cared, it's true. Uh, I myself ain't good enough Can't spread the gospel of his stuff But of course then there's you Never cared inside my hand and I never I never thought he might be dead before the 
and his work will stay in bed and he'll die he'll die alone underneath your throne okay so let's try that the escalation part is upon us and I, uh, it's getting emotional that's uh, what i intended for this but maybe it sounds phony but i don't know when i was writing this song that's how it came out so i do you know it, it's kind of this song isn't like about like the feelings are legitimate but the when you analyze the feelings you should realize that like you know that's not how it works it's not you shouldn't feel these things you shouldn't resent things for being successful or popular uh you should accept rea reality and try to improve it any way you can kind of dealio but let's see uh He might be dead And his work will stay in bed And he'll die of alone Underneath your throne But why, why Why is you but why is it you? Mediocrity in bloom lingering over all the land. Mediocrity in bloom ruling over all the land. Shit king, shit king of peasant's gold. Peasant apostrophe F. Shit king of peasant's gold. You're the shit king of peasant's gold. That's the idea. But why is it you, mediocrity in bloom, ruling over all the land? Shit king and peasant's gold. And then a further escalation in these next two stanzas, and then it'll end. So, the further escalation goes, if I can find my budging piccolo, guitar piccolo. Where are you? There you is. Thanks. Okay, um... Underneath your throne But why is you? I guess I don't know about this world. Been here a long time, but here too long, been here too long, my mind is curled, has curled. Meaning like it's warped, it's 
spent it's been fucked with because of how uh, messed up the situation is I guess I don't know about this world been here too long my mind is curled he'll never see the light of day while you just play and play Okay, and then uh, a continuation of that in that style. I'll, I'll play it in a little bit, but let's continue writing League Rikes. So, uh, but why is you, Mediocrity and Bloom, ruling over all the land, shit king of peasants gold? I guess I don't know about this world. Been here too long, my mind is curled. You'll never see the light of day while you just play and play. Fuck the kingdom. Fuck the king. Fuck every single fucking thing. It's just like, it's meant to be an eloquent. It's just like frustration welling up. Um, fuck every single fucking, fuck the kingdom, fuck the king. Fuck every single fucking thing. Fuck everyone who can't see gold. Have I become, become him now? Have I become him now? So maybe it's like with my bitterness and hatred of the, uh, the popular successful thing have I become him in my in my bitterness and hatred with my viewing of that of his or her success as something worth pursuing rather than the pursuit itself like the good thing that I like snake oil instead of cards against humanity I should just appreciate that they made the game, that they're fairly, you know, they're doing fine, they're doing okay, but in the pursuit of making a game, what they did was they made a great game. It's, if it was less successful, it would be unfortunate that it was less successful than it is, but they still made a great game. And that's what matters. It'd be better to me if more people saw it more people enjoyed it of course snake oil is a bad example it's a very popular game but you know what i mean so anyway i think that's the end of the song uh i don't know if again uh, as i say almost is my catchphrase i don't know if any of this was listenable or interesting in any way um it seems like i ranted and was not funny at all uh during this whole episode so I apologize for that. <laughs> but I feel like I wrote a, you know, uh, a genuine song. Let's see, did I write enough? There should be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or seven. There should be seven, because there's two, 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 and then the end which is the repeating, have I become him now? Have I become him? Have I, have I become the, but 
even that isn't like the lesson. The real lesson I want you to take away from this episode is that success is not success or popularity. It's not a meritocracy. There's a lot of different things that influence whether or not something is successful or popular, and you can you can powder it and you can try and ang get an angle on uh, the success or popularity of something by doing various things, but there are outside elements that have control over the outcome. So, don't be angry at something for being successful or popular. Um, anyway, even though I, I regularly do this and am a hypocrite, but I want to say uh, thanks for listening. If you want to listen to more episodes, go to Inspired by What, uh, or, or go to uh, SoundCloud.com slash Inspired by What, the Twitter that you can get to me at and talk to me and I'll respond is Twitter.com slash Inspired by What P, the at Inspired by What P, however you want to search that on Twitter or just go to that address or whatever, what have you. Um, P stands for podcast. It's because uh, somebody already had inspired by what? And inspired by what pod was too long. Anyway, great story, right? Thank you. But that will do us for now. See you next week where a, a true classic of board gaming I will be inspired by. And you're not going to want to miss it because you're going to be like, what? That, that classic? Why would you be inspired by that? Uh, but I'll tell you why next week. Hold on to your butts, everybody. It's going to be a wild ride. And uh, with that, I just want to say, go get inspired, everybody. He's starving at my door. Doesn't wanna ask for more What you got that he can't do Ooh, I see nothing now I myself ain't good enough Can't spread the gospel of his stuff But of course then there's you Never cared, it's true. I never thought it might be there. In his work of staying bad. And he'll die, he'll die alone. Underneath your throat. Why is it you? 
גם הם 